Hey guys, it's Carly. Hey guys, it's Jules, and welcome to Conversing with Brains and Beauty. So as you guys know, this is a platform that is all about supporting teen empowerment in a way. We support activism. We're all it's like a free space just to vent how you feel about certain topics, whether it be daily life, academics, or health, or anything in general. So, you know, you guys, we want to make this as friendly as possible so that everybody's free to talk. If you want to know anything more, you guys can always DM us, check out our Instagram, um, text us on separate platforms, or anything like that, or leave comments for the podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. So you guys, for this week's episode, our plan is to have teen activism. It's a new series that we decided to start for the next couple of months. And, you know, we just want to have anyone who wants to be on here. You can DM us about things that you're passionate about, things that get you stirred up or riled up or that make you want to do something to change society. So you guys can just DM us. Let us know if you want to be on an episode and we can have you guys or like we can DM you if you're very passionate about something and have you guys. So let us know. Yes. So as Kylie said, activism is like taking action and like bringing awareness to changes, political, social issues. It's just bringing attention to something you're and just talking about it, embracing it, like just influencing others to actually make a change yeah in society yeah for us it's mostly like just spreading awareness of things that we really care about and things that we feel like society's lacking and that they don't think it's a necessity to speak about but you know as youth living in 2021 I feel like it's our job to be educated in certain manners and certain topics whether it be anything social because it really does affect us in a way even if someone doesn't you don't realize it it affects us So, yeah, but as of this um, episode, our topic will be feminism or, like, what's wrong with the patriarchy. Because that's something that's very, it's very, like, a passion of mine and Jules. Because in our eyes, we feel like society overlooks women. Even if 2020, we're in 2021, actually. Even if then, society still treats women horribly. We're treated as a minority. Yeah, we're treated like like God did not create man and woman to be on earth. Like, and I feel like it's so wrong that people look as women as something that you can be sold or as something that you're disgraceful or you have no power or what you say or what you do is wrong if it's not approved by a male, by a male authority. You get me? It is, and it's sad that even after so many years and after women fought for the women's rights movement and supposedly we won and we got our so-called rights, but it's still 2021 and we're still treated as a minority. We're still treated as if we don't mean anything and as if men are superior and that they hold all control of our body, our minds, our money. We so-called fought for voting rights. Yes, we were. Yes, we were granted our voting rights, but still 
to this day, the difference in pay and job is still current. The difference in social media, we're always oppressed for being females in jobs. There's more male-dominated jobs because of a women and whatever. So it's it's still very current and it's wrong. You know, that's actually a current study of mine for our A School Perspectives class. My research paper is about women in politics and reading articles and like journals and books about how women in politics have been seen and undermined because of their gender rather than rather than their job description or what they're capable of. Like you can have a degree. An example I read is that a woman can have a degree from Harvard University and something and be like head of politics or something at a university, some kind of very powerful leader. And she wants to run for, um, let's say, a senator. Society will rather choose the male, the male dominated side rather than the woman just because of her gender. And women voters are actually do the same thing, which I think it's very wrong that we're looking at like what who's capable of a job and position based on their gender rather than the cap- the capability of the person you get me yeah i just feel like society should take into account what they're doing with that like in my eyes you're making it seem like okay you're a little girl or a, a, or anybody a woman who wants to do this but you can't do this because of the the patriarchy and the misogynistic like authorities that run in society I just feel like there should be a change in that. Women should have a say and things like this. And it shouldn't be, we shouldn't be having this discussion now. People have died and fought for their rights and they've um, done speeches, they've yeah. talked and all of these things. And here we are in 2021 still enduring the same thing. It's like history has not changed. Yep, it repeats itself. And that's so toxic in my eyes. Not only that, but we're judged for every little thing. Like, now they want to make abortions illegal. Like, no, it's my body, my choice. If I want, if I feel like I'm not in the position to care, to like carry a child because of my age and because of personal reasons, let's say it was a product of rape and or different things if i don't want to carry the child then i have the right to get rid of it there's there's no debate in whether abortions should be legal like it should i mean that it should be illegal like no it should be legal women should have the choice of what to do with their body i'm not saying that personally i'll abort a child no i won't i don't believe in it but i also believe that women should have that choice you know, I like definitely agree. For, every little thing. for me, specifically on that topic of abortion, you know, we don't want to get too controversial. But, you know, I'm raised in a very religious family. But I think of myself as a more progressive religious person. Like, I don't think of abortion as a, a big old sin. I think of it as you never know what happens in life. So you can't tell. Would you want really think about it? Would you really want your rapist's child? Like, as a person, you've gone through that emotional trauma, you've endured that. Would you really want to keep a child that's a product of your rape or, like, your emotional distress? Like, for me, I think that if I were to 
ever be in a position like that. You know, I pray that I'm never in a position like that. But if I ever am, and that's a product of it, I don't want to look at a child and think of the emotional distress I went through and have PTSD of the constant nightmare of being raped. Then grow up to neglect that child because exactly because every time you look at that child, you remember and experience that hard time you experienced while basically conceiving the child. Exactly. And, you know, I just feel like people need to look at it from different perspectives. And everybody who's against uh, um, who's against the whole abortion thing, they are usually white males in the 50s or like they're usually Republicans. Yes, yep. They're usually really old white guys who have no authority over a woman's body and who do not understand how women's bodies work. There's complications in pregnancy. There's a million other things that can go wrong that they don't take into account. Yeah. And I just feel like as a person or as a woman myself, that shouldn't be something that society gets a choice in. It should be something that the woman chooses to do. If your religious belief proves otherwise then keep your child but if you are a person who you know that you went through some kind of hardship or like endured something really bad or not even or you just feel like you're not ready don't have a child because kids who end up in the foster system kids who end up neglected and it's even worse exactly the foster system is horrible horrible kids end up with trauma kids fall down the wrong paths of life all because of their parents and you don't force yeah, nope. something onto somebody if they don't really want it. Because kids are a lot of work, okay? Trust me. I babysit. Very. And I'm ready to... I can't stand kids anymore at this point. They're cute, but they're, like, evil. Yeah, and trust me. For somebody who doesn't want a child to deal with that, you're putting yourself in a compromised position and you're torturing your child mentally, even if you don't realize it. Even if you don't realize it, you're mentally torturing your child. While we're, like, already on the, like, the rape topic, another, like, female-related topic that's also kind of dealing with rape that, like, really, it does something to me personally is, like, it's a a trend now on TikTok. People are actually, like, bringing more awareness to it. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, like, oh, what people think I was wearing when I got raped versus what I was wearing. Like, I want every female to know, like, if you were ever, if you've ever been, like, molested, assaulted, raped, or anything of that sort, like, it's never your fault. What you are wearing, it's, it's, no. It's not, it has nothing to to do with with it. At at hand. A pervert will always be a pervert. A pedophile will always be a pedophile. A rapist will always be a rapist. You can have full clothing on and somebody still um, eyes you to rape or something like that. That's what I'm saying. If that was the case, eight-year-olds, six-year-olds, five-year-olds, babies, little girls, young little girls in elementary school wouldn't be raped. Exactly. I just feel like they take it. It's not. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with anything. Rape is basically a sicko who doesn't know how to control himself and his emotions and like his bodily feelings who decides to take out his whatever on a woman. Yes, like, and then I've seen like in the TikTok trends, like I've I've gone through the comments because I have a habit of going through like comments in certain videos and I've seen like comments and they're like, oh, if you were wearing like, 
a short skirt or like some shorts. You were asking for it. You were looking like a um, like a slut. This and this and this. And I'm like, yo, no. No matter what you're wearing, it's not your fault. No matter if you were drunk at a party, it's not your fault. No. Exactly. And I feel like even women do that to to girls too. Even like certain people will will look at a girl and she's raped and they'll be like, oh, it was your fault. Look what you wore. Look what you did. Look how you acted. And I'm like, oh, being who you are or having a little fun doesn't make it right for somebody to come rape you. It does not make it right. Being drugged doesn't make it right just because you were drinking and you, by for some reason, you looked away and someone spiked your drink. It's still not your fault. Exactly. Nobody asked to be raped. Nobody asked to go to through emotional trauma like it's just not right that people look at society in this way and i feel like it's very it's become very normalized in a way it has and you know it shouldn't be normalized like would you be really okay if you went through something like that and 10 out of time 10 out of 10 times, the women who go through something like that, they fought their hardest. Best believe they fought their hardest to stop the person who's um, attacking them. No. They've tried. They fought. They, they used their nails. They screamed. They yelled. And people would not even listen. Yes. There's been so many cases where, like, people actually do listen. And then they choose not to say anything or they choose, in their words, mind their business because it has nothing to do with them. No, like, if you literally hear someone screaming in distress while, let's say, you're in the bathroom and you hear someone screaming from a room, go get help. Like, help them. You know, some people, they just don't have that type of mindset. For me, if I hear somebody in distress of any form, I'm going to help because that's just my personality. That's just who I am. I like helping people. And if I hear somebody screaming out, dying, crying for help, even if you, um, let's say, let's say the attacker is like some big old guy, get a bat or something, whack him across the head, knock him out, do something at least. Exactly. Even a heel will knock out a guy, just hit him with the tall part of the heel or something. It sucks that we have to be young girls and women and we have to walk around with pepper spray and tasers and like little comb. Like I've seen these little thingies that they're like comb. They look like a comb, but like the top comes off to like a little pocket knife for like self-defense. Like it's really sad that we have to carry these things on like lanyards with lip gloss and like our purses just to defend ourselves for these types of situations. You never know when you're going to be presented with, like, a stalker or a rapist when you're, like, leaving the bank at night or you're, like, leaving your job or leaving school, walking home from school. You never know. Rapists are literally everywhere. Yeah, they really are. And it's so sad. It's very sad that we still have to have this conversation it's been years and this conversation has continued and continued. When does it end? You know, like, is it never going to end? Will I be 30 years old and still be afraid to walk out at night or something? I think so. Like there's no end to it. And it's not, I feel like it's just that society has been embedded 
like ever since a long time ago with the form of patriarchy like a man is the head of the house a woman cannot get married without the man's approval she cannot do this oh you you have to marry somebody you have to do that and you know i i think that's you know as you know i'm caribbean we're both caribbean jewels and you know for me specifically in the haitian in the haitian culture I think I realize a lot that the patriarchy still stands in the Haitian culture. And, you know, that's something that I can't can't stand it. Like, I can't stand it. I don't like the fact that some women, uh, she can't do anything without calling her husband to let him know first. And I'm like, girl, you're in 2020. What? What? You're going right to the grocery store. Why do you need to call your husband to ask permission to go to a grocery and store? And it's very common in, like, Caribbean families. Like, in currently in my family, one thing that I honestly, truly hate is when the women are, like, are like um housewives. They have to cook the food. They have to wash their clothes, wash the dishes. They have to serve the man. Like, no, you have two hands and two feet to go to the kitchen, go to the pots, and serve yourself. No. I don't have to pick up your, after your, your plate after you're done. No, you're done with your food. Okay, wash your own dish. The, I agree. Go to the trash, put the bones in the trash, and put the dishes in the washer. No. I agree like, with it's you. It's so common. Like, I have an auntie that she has to, like, literally pick up after my uncle, wash his clothes. Like, he'll throw his, like, his his clothes, like, his pants, his shirt. Like, after he comes out the shower, he'll throw on the floor and she'll have to pick it up. I'm like, auntie, you're going to tolerate that? She was like, what else can I do? And I'm like, uh. Defend yourself. Help yourself. Right? Because I can't. I, and, like, in my household, we're going to be 50 50. One day I'm gonna do the dishes. One day you'll do the dishes. One day I'll do laundry. No, I'll, I could do laundry the whole time. One day I'll cook. One day you'll cook. Exactly. Like, it's gonna be fifty fifty. Like I've had conversations with my family where um they'll bring up like, oh, aren't you gonna cook for your husband? And I'm like, do I look like I'm gonna cook for my husband? What is this? We're in 2021. Exactly. If I can cook, you better learn to cook. I'm not your slave. I'm not your mate. I'm your wife. 50-50. You get me? We do things as a team. We don't do things where you think you're the boss of me because you're the guy in the relationship. And I can't stand that. Like, my mom really has almost... She's done that to me a couple of times where we're like, let's say my me and my brother, right? So me and my sister, yeah. one time my mom looked at us and she was like, oh, clean my brother's room. I was like, you must be crazy. I was ready to take a beating that day. I was like, you must be crazy. Clean my brother's room when he has two hands and two feet. He can broom, he can mop, he can dust. And you want me to clean it? Exactly. I looked at her and I was like, girl, go somewhere, please. Me? Clean my brother's room? I have to clean a whole house already and you want me to clean his room? I I don't think so. Yes. I don't think so. My mom was so angry that day and I'm like, this is not a dang patriarchy. We live in 2021. My brother can broom. And my grandma was like, as you should. My grandma was like, you can't just sit here and like treat um, the girls differently from the boys. That's why if I'm cleaning my house, I would make my brother, like I would split up the work. My sister, you can clean the kitchen. I'll clean upstairs. Brother, you can clean um, the bathroom or something and your room. And then I'll mop, I'll mop down the stairs and I'll mop the, the, the living room or something. You get me? We, I try yeah. to make the work equal so that there's no such thing as like, oh, the women do all the work. And like, 
or like um, my brother just sits here and chill because my brother used to do that all the time until I really got on him and I was like we are not your maids we are not your servants I will not clean up after you I'm older than you you're going to listen to me you get me yeah that's just how I, I put it in, in place like even if he complains I, I don't care everybody cleans nobody's going to sit here and do work for you like they're your maid all because we're girls and then when you try to explain that to a caribbean family they'll be like oh that's not how things are back home back home you have maids back home you have um back home the women do most of the work because that's something very common in my family like i'm like my parents used to tell me how um if you wanted something done you can just hire a maid and then or the woman will do the work and i would be like well that can't be me it couldn't be me either and not only that i feel like it's more of the older like the older caribbean parents and like grandparents and great grandparents they're the one with their like their old beliefs and their both their old ideologies because i have like like i've met someone when she was like oh her like her great grandma like criticized her for like going out like she had like a girl's night out and like her great grandma would be like oh and you're leaving like that without your husband you can't go out without your husband why are you going to the to the club or to a party without your husband and she's like oh well i'm just having a, a girl's night out like why can't i go she's like oh in my day we couldn't go out without our husbands our husbands were always on a hip. If we had to go to the supermarket, our husband was there. If he had to go to the bank, our husband was there. Like, no, my the husband is not my tail. Like, if I want to go out by myself, I need my own space, then I'm going to go out. Like, I feel I like get it. that's a form of control. It's a form of control that the males hold over the head of the women. Like, for you to have to ask your husband to go somewhere or like you have to like if you're going on a trip with like your girlfriends or something okay you can let him know you get me because you're not going to be here for a week yeah. or something you can let him know yeah but if you're just going to the grocery store or a friend's house you, you need your husband to come with you that's a form of control that's how they hold power over you and you know, a lot of women might disagree and you know in my perspective specifically if you want to be a housewife if it is your choice do you boo but if somebody's forcing you exactly. to do it it is not your choice you should not be in that to position it's own exactly for me i could never be a housewife i like to work i like to be progressive could never i could never carly knows i'm so independent like i i'm a free like a free spirit like if i say i'm gonna go somewhere i'm gonna go like no I cannot be controlled in any way. Like I like if I want to go on a girl's trip, I'm gonna tell my husband, look, on this and this and day I'm leaving. I'm just gonna give you a heads up if you want. Take care of the kids. If not, I'm sending them to my mom's house. Just to let you know. Have your little guys night out or guys trip. I'm leaving. Goodbye. That's it. Yeah, and just you know, no, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. I agree with you. And from that perspective too, I feel like there's a there's a there, there's a double standard for that perspective. Like the same way that a man shouldn't judge a woman for going out or something or like the women shouldn't do that too because I've seen a lot of um a lot of women be like, "Oh, he can't go out with the boys. He can't do this, he can't do that." 
what of you don't have any authority with him you guys can always get divorced you do know that right divorce exists exactly. you have no authority that's being that to me the way i see that is that's just being insecure exactly it's very insecure if you feel like you cannot trust the man you're with then he's not for you he's not for you we're very young and we understand that if you feel like you cannot trust somebody he they're not yeah. for you they're not get out of the relationship because without trust there's nothing without communication there's nothing exactly and you know that's just how i feel i feel like the society should understand that marriage or like something like a relationship in general it's a partnership it's not a dictatorship it's a partnership another thing that i've seen that i really don't agree on is they're like oh like putting your wife or your husband before your kids they'll be like oh the wife first then the kids then the mothers no 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 that's no for me first it'll be like of course first and foremost always god then my children my children of course my kids then my mother because i'm not gonna put my husband over my mother or my father i agree then my parents and then my husband like, I've seen people be like, oh, happy, uh, have you ever heard this? Happy wife, happy life? Oh, yeah, I have. Like, no, like, how can you put your partner before your child or your children? Like, I don't get that. I couldn't. Like, I feel like kids to me, I, I we hold a special connection to your kids. You carried them for nine months. You have that connection. You will always have your exactly. kids, but you will never, you will never always have your husband unless you're. It's that type of relationship. You get me? But divorce exists. You can divorce your husband and you you keep your kids, and your kids exactly. will be your ride or die. You could be single your whole life, and yep. your kids are your ride kids or die. Kids are forever. Kids, even in the afterlife, kids are forever. Exactly. Like you will always remember a your husband kids. Isn't. A wife isn't. That's just something that society makes you think is a necessity and it's a need. And, you know, as a as a young Christian child, you know, I, I you know, I just told you that I'm very progressive, Jules. Like, I'm very progressive. I age as the time goes by. You get me? Like, my not spiritual knowledge ages as the time goes by. I don't look at things from a past tense per, uh, perspective. I look at things of how they're going to change in the future. How does the future change, you know? And a lot of Christian people have a mindset where um, where in their minds, like specifically, okay, I went to church one day, right? I'm not going to say what church I went to or like who the pastor was or whatever. But the pastor consistently makes jokes about um, like a woman getting pregnant or like, like there was a girl she presented herself to the church or whatever and then he was like he was like oh you can't be shy when you have kids and I was like what is that supposed to be funny like what is that supposed to be is that supposed to be funny or something like why does every joke in the congregation have to be about a woman or has to be about um oh her getting pregnant or quote-unquote being fruitful or something like that why why can't we just accept the fact that not everybody wants to get married not everybody wants to have kids or and not everybody has to have kids or can exactly like it is not a necessity in in life to be married or have kids if you feel comfortable in your um in your solidity or like by yourself as a person and you have that strong mindset then as you should as you should if you want to be loved and you want that relationship in the big family 
you know, I, I, I say, go for it, go for it, you know, go for it. It's your life, your body, do whatever you want, but don't sit here and let people discriminate you for not wanting to have children or not wanting to get married. But that's something that's a way how we see it. But like in many Caribbean families, they don't see it like that. Like I've been to many family functions and like, let's say Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, like little get togethers. Uh Like there's always a tia that'll be like, oh, your novio? Like, oh, where's the boyfriend? I'm like, no, there's no boyfriend. And she's like, oh, well, I want a sobrino or sobrina or I want a grandchild. Yo quiero nieto una nieta like no if I don't want to have a boyfriend then I don't have to have a boyfriend you don't. like there's always at every function there's always an auntie or a grandma or someone old that's gonna ask like the older teen like let's say her early 20s where's the boyfriend not even that let me tell you what's the worst part about Caribbean parents right your whole life they'll be like you can't date until you're 40 years old as soon as you get into college, where's the boyfriend? Where's the fiance? Where's the kids? And I'm like, did you not just yes. tell me I couldn't date until I was like 50? Yes, 50? yes, yes. Like my dad, all the time, he'll joke. He'd be like, oh, you're not going to have a boyfriend till you're 40. And you're not going to drink till you're 40 either. I'm like, okay, but wait till I get to my 20s. They're going to be like, y el novio? Right. Yo. And that is so, so toxic. Very, ex- extremely, extremely toxic. I just feel like there needs to be some form of change. Like, we cannot let the patriarchy run our lives. If you want to have a man over you, do you, boo? I just could never. Could never. But do you? I feel like kids are so idolized in society today. Like, if you don't want to have a, a kid, you're entitled to that. And if you can't have a kid, then you shouldn't be judged for that. Like, I've seen like, stories on, like, like story times on TikTok where women will be like, oh, I can't have kids, so, like, my husband left me. And I'm like, but why? Like, if you truly love someone, right, you wouldn't mind. There's other options. There's surrogacy. There's adoption. There's fostering. Like, you don't have to conceive a child to feel a connection with someone. Like, if you truly love your wife or your fiance or your girlfriend, you don't have to have a child together. And if you really truly want, if both of you, because not only about you, if you both truly want a child, adopt get a surrogate foster just there's other options for it you know what i feel like as we're on the topic of feminism and like how women are looked on society i feel like um feminism is taken into the wrong way like when we mention feminism in like topics like on women at women's activism people think that we're saying that oh women are better than men oh women should get paid more than men oh, women should get this and this benefits while men are underneath us. So they're trying to reverse the patriarchy instead of having a male on top of you, you have a woman on top of you. And I'm like, that's not how feminism works. Feminism is about equality. It's about individuality. It's about supporting things that society takes as, what? Society takes as in a discriminative way. You get me? Like yeah, we just want equality. Exactly. I've had this talk with my brother, and because and you know I've also seen this on a lot of social media posts. I think most guys think this too. 
because I've heard a lot of people say this. So we had talked about, um, I think it was feminism, right? And then there was a post that said that, oh, so women want to be treated equally, right? Oh, so that means equal rights, equal fights. And I was like, is that the first thing that comes to your mind when we say we want equality? Really? Out of all the millions of things that support equality, you think of fighting women and beating women in abusive relationships? Is that really what men really think about? It's sad, honestly. Like, seriously, when women talk about equality, we want to do the same job as a guy and get paid the same. We want you to look at us like we're people and not property. That's what feminism is. And even um, for women in general, you need to hype each other up. Like, I had this conversation five minutes ago. If I like to shave my legs and you don't, girl, who cares? It's your body. Who cares? Don't conform yourself to the normality of society. I'd rather be called a freak than called basic, okay? I'd rather be called a freak than basic. I won't conform myself to the likings of society. Live for yourself. Like, don't live for others. Exactly. If something you see your peers doing and you don't want to do it, don't do it. It's whatever you want to do. Live for yourself and be you. Stay true to yourself. Exactly. Never conform yourself to how society sees you or how they think you should be or what career they think you should go into because you're a woman. Never, ever conform yourself. Stand up for yourself. Stand your ground. If you believe something, stick to your beliefs. Back it up. Prove it. Don't ever let people tell you what you can and can't do because of your gender. And you know, that's just something that I think is so wrong in my eyes like it's sad that this is what people think about in society even some women think like this too for me specifically when I look at women that think like this I'm like okay that's your opinion that's your perspective okay you can stay in that lane so yeah as I was saying like if you feel that you are okay with your lifestyle and like having someone tell you what to do. If you're okay with it, then do you. You get me? Like, I support you in that decision. But if it's, like, someone who's forcing you to do it, who's, like, abusing you or mental or physical to put you in this position, then stand up for yourself. And, you know, I know that can be hard in certain situations, but you got to try. You have to at least try that's just how I see it. But anyways. I anyways, from that topic, as we're talking about, like, women empowerment and all of that, have you seen the post from Impact that's been talking about, like, the femicide in um, Mexico? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, and I'm just like, really? They're out here just killing women and children for no reason, really? So it's like a gender genocide in a way. It's just, it's messed up. I don't know what the world is coming to at this point. It is, like, just because, not just because they're a woman or because they're a little girl, like, that's just completely wrong. Right, and then the fact that the government has done nothing about it, like, there's no change. You can protest, you can do whatever, Nothing ever changes. 
like there's been so many increases in like homicides for like girls like let's say like from where I'm from in Dominican Republic like there's been a really big rise in homicides from women for the simple fact that like young girls get with like older men and then like when they actually decide to leave like the men kill them or like they'll like leave like rape them and leave them for dead like a couple years ago there was this really really popular case like it went global it was um i think her name was emily i don't know if you ever like seen it it was like all over facebook and like she was um she was young like 16 i think it was and she was raped and like she was like literally chopped into pieces and left by a dumpster and it was like a whole setup like her mom low-key set her up that's so wrong. And, like it was, it was, it was like a very corrupt thing because the people who like did it had money. So like you know how money in the Caribbean controls everything. Like if you, if you have money, you can basically buy your way out of things. True. So like there were everyone was like reposting, oh justice for Emily, this and this, and this. but they didn't really get justice for her because like her murderers they bought their way out of it and it's really crazy how like because you're a woman and like it's crazy how when you're um not only being a male is an advantage but being a male with money is even an even bigger yeah you can get away with anything you really can like you know you know i have a thing against trump like i have a huge issue with the current president of the U.S. and you know, you know I'm looking at hater towards him, but whatever. <laughs> but like the when he's first like when his first what call it what was it the campaign his first campaign went up there was a lot of speculation around Trump being um, a rapist. You know I don't know if it's like true controversy or anything like that. But you know the fact that it was just a speculation but was not investigated further. Um, it didn't sit right with me. Like, even if it's a speculation or an accusation, you have to make sure that accusation is at least somewhat. Of course not. You're supposed to like get through background checks and like dig deeper into his childhood and his younger years and before he had all this presidential status. Exactly. So, like for me specific, I just feel like America's okay with having a rapist as their president. Well, a rapist, a dictator, <laughs> a bully. He's a bunch of other things. Heavy on the bully part. He's a million other things. I just won't say because I'm too polite to say it out loud. But you know what I'm thinking, Jules. You can yes, tell what I'm thinking. I can agree with you. And, like, I just, I feel like, how have we allowed to be put in a position? How have we allowed ourselves to be put in a position where... Our president has been accused of rape allegations and no one has decided to investigate it because of what? Presidential immunity? Really? The immunity yeah. ends on January 20th, right? 20th, yes, 21st. the inauguration day. We so need to do an episode on like the inauguration. I'm really kind of surprised we didn't really do one on the Capitol, but 
Oh, you know what? We should actually talk about that as we're on this topic of President Trump. We should talk about that. We I really mean, should. So, I'm totally cool with it. You I know, have to the reason that, that the reason that I didn't really want to talk about it too much was because I had already reported on it. I did live breaking news report on it on like on that day that it happened and then I wrote an article about it. So I was like, maybe I'm just like doing a little much. But you know what? Who cares? Freedom of speech. Oh well. We're gonna talk about the Capitol. So, as everyone knows, on January sixth, the Capitol was attacked by terrorists. And you know, call it what you like, they're terrorists. Yeah. White supremacists, they're terrorists, they're racists, they're all of those things. But you know what? It's okay. Honestly, it didn't sit well with me because the fact that it actually got to that point and they were like, basically, because they were white, they let them get to that point where they invaded the White House, the most guarded place. One of it wasn't the, the White House, the Capitol. In the world. It was Capitol. Well, it was, well, yeah, the Capitol, basically. Not the White House, the Capitol, basically. But when... We were like when black, like the black people, and like the protests were having the Black Lives Matter movement. The Capitol was swarmed with the National Guard, like oh, stand back, whatever, whatever. They were calling them thugs and thieves and and um, what's what's the other word you used? Bad. For uh, it's not coming. Rioters. I remember rioters. Oh, wait. I remember rioters. Looters. Thugs. Thieves. Looters. Huh? Now they were heavy on the looters. looters. There it goes. Yeah, like he was. He, you know, Trump has Twitter fingers. Thank God it was suspended recently. His Twitter has been you banned. Know, I'm actually gonna Thank miss God. Trump's Twitter. He's always. I'm gonna miss it. I followed Trump. You look, you miss it. I followed President Trump just so I can laugh at his tweets. You know, and I'm sorry that I'm saying this, but you know, it's just half of the things he says are like not true, and people don't care. And I'm like, so everybody's just sitting here hyping up no, um, nothing that's factual. Everything he says is either a lie or, like, completely dumb in my eyes. If you really understand how America exactly. works and, like, the Constitution and the law, half of the things Trump's done, he should be in jail for a couple of years now. But, you know, we're still here. Yes. According to what I know about the Constitution and the law of this country, President Trump should have been in jail a while ago. But, you know... We won't talk about that. It's okay. They're not ready. They're not ready for that conversation. We're gonna have it because we're conversing with brains and beauty. Exactly. Speak our thing. We speak our mind. I just feel like it's super unfair how, like, when black people had the um the Black Lives Matter movement, they were all like, "Oh, they're thugs and they're this," but yet when they did the white people did their terrorist terrorist attacks? It was like it took them forever to take the national guard, and they out. can't say that they did not. Like know. they literally got to invade. Um, like when it's that's nothing similar to this in history has happened like this. My issue is the fact that these politicians sit here and act like they did not know that this was going to happen. Come on, you really did not know when the president posted about it, like. Literally on December something, I can't remember the exact date. He delete it was a deleted Twitter post though. But 
as I was doing research about it, um, my friend found his deleted Twitter post. And then she was like, he said about this rally or whatever on like the protest or whatever on January 6th, he instigated it basically. And these politicians sit here and they act like they did not know that this was going to happen. And my biggest issue with politicians as of today is I feel like they're hypocrites. They're hypocrites. Very much so. They're hypocrites. Like Mitch McConnell did not, or like Mike Pence, he didn't care about um, the whole Trumpy riots or anything until they decided they wanted to hang him. And you know, like really, you didn't care until they decided that they didn't like you anymore. America has lost its Republican Party. And you know, I don't like the Republican Party. There's some issues I agree with and some issues I don't agree with. I don't even like the Democratic Party. I don't support parties. Yeah. I support whatever is right for the people. I don't do the political party system. We don't do that. But Me either. But yeah, as of now, I feel like now that they, a Republican Party, the Republican Party has really realized that the Republican Party is dividing. It's dividing. Like the notion of the whole Republican Party, it's dividing. It's no longer conservatives, um, conservative Republicans. It's conservatives versus Trumpies. It is. There's the Trump. It's it's. I feel like it might become a little party thing where it's like all hail Trump. So there's the Trumpy. There's the conservatives. And you know, at this very moment, I'm thinking I like conservatives more than I like Trumpies because honestly, they 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 put up too much. Definitely, they they do too much. It's not worth all of that. And you know, it's unconstitutional for them to think that they can change the results of the presidential election. It's unconstitutional. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. The, the Constitution was in place for the word of the people. It's a democracy, not a dictatorship. You can't just sit here and say, oh, I'm president, so I stay in president forever. We're not a dictatorship. We don't do that. We are yeah. a democracy. The word of the people says it all. If the people decide that they want to impeach President Trump, the people better impeach President Trump. If they decide that they don't want him anymore as a president, then, oh, well, suck it up. Move on. Stop yep. being a baby about it. Like, you're, you're rich. Move on. Who cares? Like, what is the big deal? He just wants to stay in power so that he can keep getting away with things that he's done because of the presidential immunity. For me, though, yeah, if it was me, I feel like the presidential immunity thing shouldn't exist. If you commit a crime under law, regardless of presidential regardless of presidential immunity, you need, you need to be, be punished. punished. Exactly. Like, I don't care about the presidential immunity. No. for we. That's basically saying, like, just because he's the president of exactly. the United States, he's entitled to, like, not to get away with stuff. Like, he's entitled, he didn't, he's entitled to get away with things just because he's the president of the United States. Like, no, we're all equal, we all bleed, and we all have to suffer consequences. Exactly. Like, you commit a crime, like, you should be tried for your crime. Just how innocent people are getting tried for a crime they didn't commit every day while you sit there on your, presidential, exactly. yep. on your presidential seat as some kind of head honcho, when in reality, you're just as bad as the rest. Exactly. You know, it's just so crazy to me how, like, there was this one girl, she lost her life just for writing. Like, you see, if you would have stayed your happy butt home, 
and watch from the TV. You wouldn't have lost your life for a president that doesn't give a damn about the people or about your rights. You lost your life for, in my words, in my opinion, being dumb and being stupid. No, I don't wish death on anyone. And I don't feel like she deserved that. She was basically just going off of what she believed and it just led her to her doom. There's a difference between a protest and a riot. Okay, a riot, that's yes. just, that's dangerous and destructive. That's like a ticking bomb ready to explode. But a protest is something peaceful. It's you advocating for um, what you believe is right. You get me? In a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests, 90% of them were peaceful. It was the cops that came and tried to ruin everything yeah. and make it seem like it was rowdy. And, and most of the time, it was white people that were ruining everything because they did not understand what is really going on and i feel like i feel like literally i feel like some well trump supporters they're ignorant they're ignorant people who do not understand what what is going on like what is so wrong with president trump if president trump was a good president and that he did good things that benefited the country i would support even if i don't like republican the republican party i would support I would be like, okay, he's a better president than Joe Biden, right? If, to me, if you prove your qualities to me, then I will support. I don't do political parties. But if Donald Trump presented himself as the proper president, handled the coronavirus the way a president should, like Switzerland handled it, and if he had done things like that, then I would have been all for Trump. I would have said, yeah, Trump, long live Trump, you know? Viva Trump, whatever. I would have been like, yes, Trumpies, whatever. But, you know, the fact that they're sitting here and accepting that their country is being torn apart, families are being broken apart, all because of different political ideologies. And, you know, that's just... Just, like, a slight a slight disclaimer. Just because we're, like, we're not, based, we're not bashing Trump in any way. We're just wasting our opinions. And if there's any, like, any listener that's a Trump supporter, you're entitled to your opinion. Like, if you support him, by all means, go ahead. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion. You have, you're entitled to your own beliefs. So, like, if there's a Trump supporter out there, we don't need anyone in our comments, in our DMs, just, like, bashing us for speaking our opinion about trump if you support him by all means that's on you that's your belief and who you believe is the better president and if that's what you want to like support then go ahead everyone's entitled to their opinion we're in no way or shape or form bashing him and like saying any lies about him we're just basically putting out facts that not everyone agrees with. You know, I, Jules is definitely right. I'm going to quote the words of one of my favorite YouTubers, Denzel Dion. I said what I said and I meant what I said. Like, I don't feel bad about speaking my opinion towards um, Trump. It's my opinion and I'm entitled to it. The same way that you're entitled to how you feel about the president. Okay, good for you. You like him? I don't. Everybody has different opinions. Life goes on. You can disagree, yes, you can hate all you want, but please do not spam our comments about how, oh, we're communists, we're socialists, we're this and we're that. Yes, please, please don't. don't. We... I would gladly, gladly professionally snap back. Oh, I won't. 
I will snap back hard, okay? Because when people say things like that, I feel like you're not understanding the context. You're not understanding the context. Nothing that we've said so far has been a lie. We would never sit here and lie on a platform like this to spread content or to promote something. We would never sit here and lie. Everything we've said is the truth. Everything we've said about President Trump is the truth. And if you have a different opinion, okay, feel free to share your opinion. Feel free. Just do not DM us hateful comments. Because it will not go pretty. Trust me, it will not be pretty. It really won't. Like me and Jules, we are very outspoken people. And we speak our minds. Yes. We will speak our minds to you. There is no... Especially me. I'm trying to fix it. Trying to be a better person here. 2021, no me. Trying. Honestly. Attempting. Sometimes I think Jules is a better person than I am. Because when it comes to a heated political debate, I will eat you alive. I will prove my point. Trust me. I will prove my point and you'll sit there and you'll look dumb. Best believe. Trust me. I mean, yeah, but you know how to prove a point without getting beside yourself. Like me, when I feel like when I start arguing, I kind of take it out of like the professional way. And I get a little crazy because I have a really bad attitude and a really slick mouth so i have to refrain from arguing with people like over like a platform because i know how i get so it's basically my way of keeping it cute and keeping it professional yeah me i i will prove you wrong and hurt your feelings in the most professional way ever that you won't even be aware that i'm hurting your feelings i'm trying i'm trying to learn how to do that i'm trying to Learn how to snap in the professional way. I just feel like people, sometimes they can be ignorant when it comes to things like this. Like, when it comes to saying your opinion or activism in a form or manner, you have to respect everybody's opinion. Like, I'm friends with a lot of Trump supporters, and you know I can't stand Trump, but I'm friends with Trump supporters. Because I respect you as a person, I just don't agree with your opinion. Because your opinion is yours, and you're entitled to it. Sometimes we have little arguments here and there about who would be the better president or like the outcomes of the election and things like that. But that's normal. That's just normal. But I'm not going to say, oh, I hate this person or because of President Trump. I don't hate Trump. I just don't like the things that he does. I don't hate people. I don't fe- have it in my heart. To hate exactly. People. Hate is a very strong person. I mean, not person, a very strong word. Like if you have hate, in your heart for a person seek help like seek forgiveness seek like god talk to god to remove that hate you shouldn't hate people like you could have you could strongly dislike dislike someone but hate that's super different yeah that's really bad like i have nothing against trump supporters um i just think that sometimes you guys are lacking in information I do think that, yes. but you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and call you guys stupid or anything like that. I just the way I see it is they're delusional. That's the way <laughs> I see it. I mean, low key, you know, if you're hurt, oh well, that's tough. Move on. But low key, they can't. It's just like, how can you sit here and worship somebody who's basically turned everybody against each other? And continues to do wrong in front of you. Like, do they not realize the wrong that he does? 
because I'm pretty even his own vice president is sick of him. Come on, the man's own vice president is sick of him. Come I on. feel like they just choose to ignore it. Exactly, they choose to ignore it because of white supremacy. I, I'm sorry, it's true. Yeah, white supremacists will do whatever they can to benefit themselves, and you know that is just so. Like, what year are we living in? This is 2021, and we're still doing this? Really? I thought segregation ended in 1863 or something like that. Exactly. Right? Like, didn't the Civil War happen already? Didn't, like, people decide to end segregation in schools and accept everybody? What is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, are you guys never going to I get feel like no matter how much, like, actions we take to, like, for, like, equal rights and like to stop racism segregation it's still gonna go on because there's always that one person there's always that one little white person the one white supremacist that always has to voice their very unwanted (laughs) and you know as we're saying this we don't hate white people trust me we don't we don't hate white people we're fine we don't i have white exactly i do too yeah it's just that I, I enjoy, I hate stupid people. I'm sorry if I'm blunt. I just hate stupid people. If you're going to have a conversation with me, you need to be educated because I can't have a conversation yes. with dumb people. I will lose brain cells and I'll like, I'll be like, oh no, I can't. Not only brain cells, in the way I see it, I'll, I'll lose morals too. I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, I just can't be friends with stupid people who don't do research, who don't understand law or the constitution. Like, come on, these are some grown people who don't understand how law works. Really? We're like 16, 15 years old, and we understand how the Constitution works. And you old people, like 50 years old, white supremacists, don't understand how the Constitution works. It's very tragic, and you need help. It is. And it's the fact that they swear they know, and they argue like if they know, and it makes them sound so dumb because they have no idea what they're talking about. Exactly. And just for me, just know, I just, I can't be friends with dumb people. If you're going to have an argument with me about politics, be able to back it up. Back it up. Yes. Have something to back up your statement so I can be like, ah, okay, I see where you're coming from, but I disagree because of this and because of that. So we can have a civilized conversation instead of a conversation that is based on your emotions of like, oh, I love President Trump or I love this and this um, dictator or whatever, 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 because they're white, because they support this and they support that. Okay, what evidence do you have? Back it up. Prove it. Back it up. Yeah. It's a political debate back it up prove to me why you're right and i'm wrong that's just how i see my conversations are you know me with jsa and everything like what i've literally met i've met kids that think like racist i really have met kids that think like racist and the fact that oh if i can't oh no girl the fact that she had the audacity to stand in front of a because in front of a room with a couple of minorities, because when I tell you, we felt out of place in that convention. We felt out of place. The whole room was white, and there were, like, maybe, like, what, three black people, and then, like, four Spanish people. Everybody else was white. I felt so out of place. But you know what? I like to hold my ground and stand for myself. You get me? So the fact that she had the audacity to stand in a room and say the racist thing that she said, it set me off. It set me off in a way where... 
I wanted to uh, meet up with her afterwards and like curse her out. But you know what? I held my professional manner. I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that because that's her opinion, her belief, whatever. Move on with my life. And the fact that the fact that not every white person thinks that way because her friends walked up to me and they saw the shock on my face that she had just said this and they apologized to me. They were like, I'm so sorry that you had to hear that. That you had to see something like this in the year that we're living. You get me? Yeah. The fact that her friends knew that what she said was wrong and she couldn't acknowledge what she said was wrong. She literally, after the meeting, she literally was like, oh, why is everybody attacking me? Oh my God, I'm hurt. I want to cry. This and that. And I'm like, did you not just hear what you just said? Did you not hear what you just said? They feel so entitled. Like, what's what I said wrong? Oh, why am I getting so much hate? It's my hair pink. No. Like, you need to understand what, what you're saying hurts people. What you're saying makes other people feel some type of way. Like, you need to acknowledge that you're not the, the only person in the room. And first of all, disagree or not, America would not be what it is without the help of minorities, okay? You guys think capitalism works because of white people? Oh, please. White people needed other people to do work for them because they were lazy. Um, exactly. It's facts, and everybody knows it. It's facts. They were lazy, so they forced people to do work for them when they couldn't, yep. they couldn't do the work themselves. Most of the labor comes from minorities exactly so don't sit here and bash minorities like they're not the one that's building up the economy right now please don't sit here and bash us exactly our economy would be crap right now without minorities exactly and the fact that they just think that they own they own everything. And I'm like, please, y'all were a bunch of thieves and rapists that came to the country and stole it from the Native Americans. Okay, y'all was a bunch of rapists. Y'all killed women. You murdered children. You raped women. You forced them to have your children creating multiple cultures, even though they didn't like you, but you guys were rapists. Oh, please tell me, why are we hyping up Christopher Columbus? Oh, really? He was a rapist. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Like, and the fact that you just I act ignorant. Agree. They act like they don't know the reality. And the fact that they still hold on to these little beliefs incredibly pisses me off. Yes. I've met a couple Karens in my life. Oh, Oof, I can't stand Karens, girl. I can't stand Karens. I can't either. I've, oh no. Like, I have to remember, like, when you're dealing with older people to, like, I have to remember I'm a child and they're an adult. That's why I have my mother handle stuff like that because I'll forget and I'll start disrespecting an adult. And you know what they say, respect your elders. No, so. girl, there are some elders that are not meant to hold my respect. Like when I was in D.C. Um, at a convention, right, there was this lady. Um, I don't know what she was, but this lady or whatever, she was just in the elevator with me and my friends. We were going up to our bedrooms or whatever. We were going to have like a little girls hangout or whatever because we didn't want to hang out with everybody else. So we we're going to go to our rooms, yeah. just order food and chill. So as we're doing this, we're in the elevator. The moment we step out of the elevator, under the lady's breath, she called us um, the um, she called us black, but the bee with the witch. And I was like offended. We all she said black what? Black bee with the witch. Like the witch with a bee. 
Oh. Exactly. So when she said this to us, all of us turned our heads and we were like, excuse me? And then she was just proceeding to cuss us out under her breath. And I was like, I had to hold my calm because, you know, I respect older people. That's just something about me. I just, I respect older people no matter what. You can do something stupid. And I, because of my respect for my elders, because my parents taught yeah, me to not cuss out why. older people. I wanted to, I want to tell you, I was so offended that day and so hurt that somebody would have the audacity to say this to our face. I've never been so shocked in my life because I've never, for me specifically, I've never had, I've never been treated differently by my white friends. You get me? Because I've never been treated differently by them. They treat me like everybody else. The fact that people actually treat others like this, it's offensive. It's inappropriate. It's disrespectful. And it's ignorant. You know, that's just, it's whatever though. You know how the situation handles itself. Society will never change. It would always remain the same because of ignorant people like that. But you know, it's fine. Yes, there will always be that one group of people that will continue to be racist, continue to judge minorities, continue to feel like they're entitled and superior because of the color of their skin and because they have a lighter complexion. You know, that's something I fight for. That's something I really do fight for. Like, as a um, as a political intern or whatever, and, like, I, I do all of these things, I try to make it known as a journalist and everything else. I try to make it known how society treats other people. I'm always fighting for equality. I, I'm a feminist. I'm a lot of things. I'm a feminist. I'm an activist. I'm a lot of things. You get me? But I try to make it yeah. fair and square for everybody. I treat everybody with respect. Whether you're black, you're whatever, you're white, you're gay, you're trans, who cares? You're human. Yes, that's it's your it's your beliefs and what you want to be and what you feel like you are. Like if you're gay, you're trans, okay. That's not my business. If you're exactly. gay, I'm gonna talk to you and respect you just like if you're straight or just a normal person we're all human exactly and humans have feelings too like it doesn't matter if you don't agree with it your religion is your religion but don't force it onto somebody else exactly don't do that because i've seen a lot of that that's something i have a big issue with with um like my particular religion i've seen that they they put it's like there's a difference between uh, teaching people about your religion awareness of it and then pushing it onto somebody like they would they would be having a conversation and then they would try to be like, oh, no, you're going to hell for this. You're going to do this. You're going to do. And I'm like, what gives you that right exactly. to say that to somebody? You're not God. You're not whatever that person believes in, whatever. God, Allah, I don't know, whatever. You're not. You don't the have that I power. The way I see it is whether you're religious or not, we sin daily. Like whoever exactly. believes that a person doesn't sin daily. That's just a lie. Like they're just, they're just being like delusional, and they just wanna, like, not believe in the truth. But we sin daily. There's so many sins in the Bible that people commit daily, and just because they're not like one of the main main sins that are talked about, people don't believe their sins. But they're still sin. Exactly. And I just feel like everybody should be treated with kindness. Everybody should be treated with respect. 
Like I'm so mm-hmm. sick of entering social media and hearing that somebody killed themselves because of what people said to them or because of what society did to them. Really? You guys are so affected by something that has nothing to do with you that you push somebody to commit suicide. And then you proceed to say, oh, they committed a sin anyway. Really? I'm pretty sure God said, love thy neighbor, regardless. Because technically, if God didn't like us, we would have all been dead already. Yeah. If you really read the Bible, you know basically us being alive humans are basically it's we're basically sinners human nature you can't control it so who cares everybody deserves to be treated with kindness yes we should have an episode about the world was just kind and just no hate oh girl that'll never never happen get that so it's just uh, just crushed hopes and dreams honestly that sounds like world peace, which will never happen. Never. And it's so- there will always be violence. There will always be inequality. There will always be racism. There will always be like minorities and injustice. There's just that's just life. There's it's out of a person's control. And, you know, I just feel like sometimes I'm just really sick. Of everything, you know? Like, our teacher, my journalist teacher, constantly says, you guys are living in a time of history. And one of my friends was like, I'm sick of living within history. I agree. I'm sick of living in history. For me to have to see something tragic, violent, um, painful every single day of my life, that's not living. It's not. You know, and I'm just... I'm just so sick of it. And, you know, I don't care who has a different opinion than I do, whatever. But I'm just sick of it. Very sick of it. I just want a break. Can the United States go one day without doing something incredibly dumb? Can the people of the United States go one day? Like, they can't even go a full hour without doing something incredibly stupid. And, you know, I'm, I know that some people might take this as a connotation, like, oh, she hates Americans or whatever. I don't. Trust me, I don't. I don't. I'm fine. I, I don't care what nationality you are. It's whatever. But at this point, why is it such an issue what everybody does in their lives? Why is that such an issue? Like, who cares? Who cares if you're a minority? Who cares what your sexuality is? Who cares what your religion is? Honestly, it's not your business. Mind your own business. Get a life. Yes. The way I say it is mind the business that pays you. Exactly. That's my motto. I agree. You know, and it's just like people, there needs to be some form of change. But, you know, there never will be a change. And I'm just so sick of it. Me and you both, girl. But, you know, this has been a very kind of long episode. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to hearing us talk about our standpoints as activists. thank you. Thank you for tuning in. See you on next week's episode. We will be having a very special guest um, called the Reclaim Movement. So you guys stay in tune for that. Yes, stay tuned. We're very excited to talk about their organization and what they like 
communicate about and what they're about. Like it's very, it's very informative, and I feel like it'll be helpful to many teens that have can relate and have gone through that. Us personally, I don't think we have, but you never know. There might be a listener or someone that is has went through it or has that's going through it and needs help or needs like help in finding help. So just stay tuned. Yeah, you guys, it'll be very, very special. And I just, you know, if you want to share it with your friends, you can share it with your friends, let them know any family members struggling. You know, that's what we're here for. Yes, to spread awareness. Definitely. That's our overall mission. Like, this is just honestly a hobby. No, we're not getting paid for this. No, it's not for, like, just to look good. Yeah, it's beneficial for us on an educational level, but it's also something that we chose to do. No one told us, oh, create a podcast. No, we chose to do it to voice our opinions and to help us help you. That was beautiful, Jules. Incredibly beautiful. And I agree. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. If you think we're getting paid for this, trust me, we're not. There's not a dollar in our bank accounts. No. We're not profiting off of this. This is just Coming from a person that's extremely busy every other day and that have a very eventful personal life, to take the time out of my day to actually record episodes and just interact and talk says a lot. Right. Me and Jules are both very busy people. You know, we choose to do this because yes. we want people to be educated in a way. And we want people to vent. How do you feel about certain topics? That's just what we want for our platform specifically. So, yeah. And like Jules said, she's incredibly busy, you guys. There's not a day that you can find Jules. And me too. <laughs> After school, we're both out. busy. But the way we're both busy is they're completely opposite. Her she's busy the party girl. And my busy are just very different she's the one that likes to hang out with people i'm the homebody who works i enjoy life i'm the one who always has something to do always have a meeting always have a club always have something school tests extra classes extracurriculars volunteer hours i do the most i do the most but you know i enjoy that's out shopping and enjoying life and then just Oh no, I'm not home shopping. Like, <laughs> she's yeah. a free spirit, you guys. <laughs> yeah, but as we said, you guys don't take our opinions into something that we don't want it to be. Take it as just Please don't. just listen. And if you want to counter our opinions, DM us. DM us exactly. We can have a very professional very professional debate if you want like if you want to pre- like just contradict our opinions go ahead go for it right dm us and we'll invite you on to an episode if you want and we can have a live political debate we sure can we won't have any problem against it you can set the time of the day we'll make time for our schedule to do it you know, we just don't want anybody to feel oppressed in a way. Because that's not our intention. Not only that, we don't... The way we voice our opinions is not also 
to force you guys to agree. Like, if you don't agree, that's fine. Exactly. That is totally fine. Like, you don't have to agree with us. You can stick to your beliefs and ideologies. Like, there's no reason for you to change what you believe in because what we're saying. If we persuaded you to believe because you want to believe, okay, perfect. You, you, we taught you something. But if you're just changing your belief because you feel like, oh, they're on a podcast, I mean, they know what they're talking about. Let me agree. No, you have to do it because you want to and because you believe in what we're saying, too. Exactly. Whatever you decide, we support your decisions, guys. Like, that's just who we are. We're very supportive people, regardless of what you choose to believe or decide. We are here, ride or die, whether or not we don't like your political ideology. We don't like it, but you might like it. We respect you. That's just how life goes. But... Anyways, thank you so much, you guys. Stay tuned, like we said, for next week's episode. We'll be back. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.